Hey guys, welcome back to Group Chat. I'm Clayton, I'm your host, and today we are continuing on in our series of the six habits of groups that actually learn. And today we are on habit number two, which is discuss specifically. Uh, Pastor and Dr. Josh is back with us to discuss this habit. Thanks for joining us, and I hope you enjoy. Okay, everyone, welcome back. This is episode, I guess technically three, it's kind of two. But uh, we're moving on to the six habits now. We're on to our second habit, which is discuss specifically. And joining us once again is Pastor and Dr. Josh Rose, who leads the group's ministry here at Rush Creek. Uh, Pastor Josh, Dr. Josh, thank you for coming back on with us again. Thanks for having me. So we're on to habit number two, uh, discuss specifically. Um, And that might... um, it's interesting that specifically is in the title because it's not necessarily a specific title. So just to start off, just kind of go ahead and flesh out what you mean by that. Um, and when you say specifically, what are you specifically talking about? <laughs> yeah, it, it is It is not easy to roll off the tongue, discuss specifically. There's a lot of S work your tongue has to do. But really, discuss specifically refers to asking how and why questions in the hopes of connecting information or adding new information to what we already know. So rather than being in a small group discussion and what did everybody think? Well, let's be specific about what we want to have a discussion about. So if we're talking about something in um, Galatians and walking in the Spirit and, and all of those things, instead of well, what, are you, what, what are you taking from that text, that would be something that's not specific. Something specific would be, is there something in your life that resonated this week as you looked at the text? So if it's, for example, walking in the Spirit, for me, something that may resonate is, you know, I find I don't walk with the Spirit very well when I get upset with my children or I get um, angry with my wife. Well, let's ask how and why questions for the purpose of seeing how all of those things connect together with the text. A good illustration, I think, to to get our minds around this is if you look at a bird's nest. So people who are not used to discussing specifically in a small group setting, their bird's nest may only have a few twigs. And you look at that bird's nest and that bird knows how each of those twigs are fitting together nicely. And um, if you take that analogy out into kind of the abstract land and say those are pieces of information, we know everything there is to know about those sticks. We know all there is to know about that information. So that is a starting point, but where we want to get to is a very intertwined and tightly connected bird's nest so that those birds can lay eggs and and, and raise a family. So pulling that analogy back out, you'd say, well, discuss specifically will equip us by asking how and why questions for creating a very tightly knit bird's nest. Does that make sense? Yes, it does to me. Good. So when when you talk about being, it sounds like being more direct um, with the questions or um, or with your discussion uh, for for the group leader, does that mean that they need to be uh, maybe more thoughtful and when before they prep for their group study time, or does that mean um, being more observant uh, during the group time? Um, you know, how do they, how do they train their mind to start gearing themselves towards more uh, specific questions or specific discussion topics? 
Man, that's a great question, and it really teases out what season three for our podcast is, is going to be for group chat. And that, you know, season two is really focused on the, the kind of the head stuff, the cognitive approaches to learning. And uh, next season is really going to be focused on that relational, emotional um, approach to to how people grow up in Christ. And so that question kind of touches on the themes we're gonna we're gonna be addressing in season three. But um, to answer your question directly, it's a group leader under you know this kind of effective learning approach of discussing things specifically, they need to know who's in their group. They need to know the story of the people in their circle. Okay? So a great example of how this could look real time is let's say you're, let's go back to that walking with God analogy that I used earlier with the bird's nest. So for a group leader, if they were in that passage of scripture um, and they were to really want to have a substantive conversation. They want to discuss specifically. So it's not, hey, what did everyone take from that? That's that's not very helpful. Uh, but rather, you know, where are you struggling this week in, <clears throat> excuse me, in walking with God? Well, if he knows the people in his group, or he or she knows the people in his group, then it may be that they know that there are several people in the group who have come from broken homes. And so the question should be how and why, right? We're going to how and why questions. So it could be what... <clears throat> what was life like with dad growing up? I can think of times where I've led small groups here at Rush Creek and my previous church where I get the men and I take them away to like a camping trip or something like that. And that's a question I usually will ask most groups that I'm in. When I get the men alone, I'll, you know, everyone's staring at the fire and uh, it'll be, you know, what was life like with dad? Because that's so formative. You look at the theology of fatherhood and manhood and that masculine journey. It's so formative to who we are today. And a lot of times when people have issues walking with God, some of that, many times, I find in my experience, goes all the way back to who God was to them when they were little, how he was introduced, how he was portrayed. So just in this little 60-second soundbite I've provided you, we have done an example. We have modeled what it means to discuss specifically. So a group leader, knowing his group members, having this type of dialogue is completely different than if they just said, what did you think about the text? Oh, it was good. Oh, I really got something from that. Oh, that's really encouraging. You, yeah. see, the, you see the drastic difference? Yeah, there's more, yeah, there's more pressing on of something and getting at something. So, yeah, I want to keep, uh, speaking of pressing, I want to keep kind of getting on something that you said. So when we say discuss specifically, it's not just about, um, at least it sounds like it, it, it's not just about um, the questions that you ask in Bible study, like, you know, what stuck out to you in verse 3, or what did you get from the the video that we watched, or, or whatever. But it also seems to be about... Um, the group members, the the things that they're dealing with in their lives, the things that they're struggling with in their heart, and finding the group leader or the group members finding a way to um, gently press on those specific areas of their life and get at them and start talking through them and walking through them together. <clears throat> so, kind of how how does one um, how does a leader kind of start to um, handle those things? Because those are very sensitive. You know, like the, the question, what was like with dad growing up? If he didn't have a dad growing up, that's a very touchy subject, you know. So how does one kind of press on that and get at that specifically without beating around the bush, but also in a way that's not um, kind of blunt or um, clumsy 
and it, but it's more gentle and it's caring and it's more like um, surgery. Yeah, I mean that's an insightful question. I I think the first transferable principle for everyone who's listening to know is that there's no silver bullet, right? We're dealing with human beings, and the human experience is complex and it's multifaceted. And it's 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 tons of layers of fabric under there, right? Um, and because each group is filled with human beings, every group is unique, and so there's not one size fits all. Now there are some some helpful transferable principles that probably will work in most groups. Um, a lot of it's cultural as well, right? Um, if you don't want to offend people, you don't want to push up against their boundaries. We live in America, so that's a double whammy. Um, you know, they may not want to, to, to allow you into that level of intimacy with them. So it's very difficult to say, hey, these are four things that if you do these things, you're going to be able to do it with, with, with care and delicacy. No, if, if I had to say there was a transferable principle, it would be, do you know the stories of the people in your group? Because if you know the stories of the people in your group, you will then know where those gray areas are. You will then know where the kind of the Gandalf moment, Lord of the Rings of you shall not pass. You'll know where those, those are in their life. And then you'll also know where the, the, the places of woundedness that are crying to be hurt, uh, to, to be heard and uh, addressed. You'll know those places if you know them. Now, to your question is what do you do? You know, I think... I think it's all in the approach. So yes, it's contextual to the, the different people, but when it's actually execution time, it's actually, okay, now I actually get to go in there and do the surgery. It's all in the approach. I found great value in setting up a question with maybe 10 to 20 seconds of dialogue or 10 to 20 seconds of kind of a pre-flight instruction, so to speak. So if I was going to ask the question, what was life with dad like? Now, if you recall in that example, we were around a campfire. I had placed great investment in these men and taking them away, taking them, um, uh, we changed our pace, we changed our place, and I was looking, looking for a change in perspective. So high level of investment. They know that I care for them. So whenever I ask the question, what was life with dad like, they know that there's a space of safety. And likewise with group leaders, if they know their group members, when they ask the how and why questions, and I don't want to get too far into examples of that, they can you know, a leader can use their imagination with the text of you know the Holy Word of God and ask how question or how certain things connect to one another based off who's in their group. Um, they'll create a space where authenticity and um, especially areas of the heart that are wounded. Now I'm not suggesting that I'm a therapist, a professional therapist, or anything like that, nor am I prescribing that for group leaders, but I am saying that this discussing specifically is in our grasp. All we have to do is the heavy lifting, and then lastly, the boldness. That would probably be the other principle that if, if you're forcing me to pick one, um, knowing your people, and then boldness. Uh, you gotta take the risk of you know, kind of taking that scalpel, so to speak, and going in for the surgery. I mean, do we really, think about this, we get to live in this life one time. Do we really want to spend that time having a friendly chat in the hospital lounge every time we go to group? Or do we really want life transformation? Do we, willing, do we really want um, for us to grow in Christ one step further than we were a year ago? And in order to do that, you have to get on the operating table for the Spirit of God to use the people in your life and the Holy Word of God to transform you. So it takes a scalpel and a skilled surgeon, a small group leader in this case, who can ask that question that will take them back to that place of 
wounding back to that place of harm and have steps to move forward, inviting the kindness of God into that environment to move forward. Now, I don't want to misrepresent and discuss specifically that you only use it whenever there's some big, huge thing going on. Um, this could be for everyday, everyday practice. So instead of uh, what was life like with dad, it could be something simple. What is the tripwire that causes you to fall into that pit each week? You know, we're talking about walking with the Spirit. You're telling me that when the, when the barista gives you your coffee, you just have this, this arrogance about you that, my goodness, finally. You know, you have this impatience, this arrogant impatience in you. That's something that's lesser in intensity than what was life with Dad like. But in, uh, discussed specific, specifically, works just the same. Asking how questions. Well, Clayton, let's talk about that. If you have this kind of conceited arrogance about you, this independent nature of, you know, this barista must do what I say. Um, I'm wondering, are there any other areas of your life where this behavior is kind of bubbling up? You know, that would be that would be a question that would help connect information and help Clayton help you um, have some some kind of light bulb moments, so to speak. And it would put you in a posture to then be self-reflective. And then we're on the slippery slope to learning. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. That's good. Well, we'll wrap it up here with one more question um, to kind of go on the, the opposite ends of the spectrum because I, I have a feeling that maybe a couple group leaders listening might, might have this question too. Uh, so, Josh, let's say you've got a group leader that listens to this and they're like, yeah, discuss specifically. That'd be great if my group talked, if my group discussed it all. So for the group leader that maybe is struggling to get anything out of their group, um, how does discussing specifically um, help them in that, and how can they use that to further more um, discussion and things like that? Well, that's a timely question. I mean, there will be people who will want to employ this that may have a question or two, and the first piece of advice I would have for them is make sure you understand the definition. So maybe go back and listen to this recording again. Um, we're making a video series of the six habits, so go watch the video series. Um, call your group's pastor and ask him, hey, can you really give me like a working definition for discuss specifically? I've tried it a couple times. Um, you know, Josh is not making any sense, whatever, whatever um, you think. So understanding the definition is very important. The next thing I would say is I'm tempted to say modeling, but... Even that can be intimidating for people because they'll look at the small group leader as kind of the expert and, hey, I could never do what Clayton does. I mean, he's just so smart. So I'm not necessarily going to say, hey, just model it for them. There's an instructional design technique in the, in the field of, of, of teaching and learning that would be very helpful here, and it's called embedded questioning. Embedded questioning. So embedded questioning is a technique that's used when you want to not model, but you want to train your students, in your case, group members, how to think through discussing specifically. Okay, there's an academic term for discuss specifically we don't have to get into, but embedded questioning, it basically, it's, you, you say the question as part of the setup for the question. Mm. Okay? Yeah. So let me see if I can think on the fly here. So if we were to ask, if we were to have a bird's nest from the beginning, bird's nest that's not very tightly knit, it's not put together with very good construction, maybe the bird died and stopped building it, then you have a bird's nest that is completely filled. It's got eggs in there and it's tight, there's yarn, there's string, there's stuff these birds have collected in a very mature, established looking bird's nest. And you were to ask, can you compare both of those nests? 
Um, if, how is one different than the other? Why is one different th from why is one different from the other? Why is it important that the bird's nest is completed in the first place? What purpose does the bird's nest uh, serve? Now, you just replace bird's nest with something you're studying in scripture and the example will work the same way. So if that's the scenario, then perhaps I would come in uh, with an embedded questioning kind of style and I would say, okay, so if we wanted to have a conversation, so this is it, this is the pitch, you listening? If we wanted to have the conversation of comparing and contrasting these bird's nests, we might say, how are these two bird's nests similar or different? Why are bird's nests needing to be so established? What is the danger of a bird's nest that's not tightly constructed? So I want you to turn in your groups or I want you, let's have a discussion and I want us to evaluate or I want us to talk about these bird's nests. End of example. <laughs> so what I have done just there is I have now modeled out loud to the students the types of questions, types is, a, is not a helpful word, the posture of these questions that I want them to think in. So now they know that I'm not asking them to think about what do you think about bird's nests? They're asking, oh, okay, he's wanting to ask how and why questions. He's wanting to really get to the bottom of understanding why bird's nests are even in existence. And you replace bird's nests with something of scripture and you're going to then um, give people an embedded way for for people to not be so overwhelmed, be intimidated, they can now pick up this habit and they can say, you know what, every conversation I have about text, about scripture will be different from now on. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I hope that was helpful, guys. Uh, thank you again, Pastor Dr. Josh, for coming back on. And uh, next time we'll give you another one of those uh, bite-sized episodes with a little more, um, touching a little more on how, how to use this habit. And then we'll be back again uh, with Josh to discuss Habit 3 uh, about this time next month. So thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks so much again for listening to Group Chat. If you'd like to learn more about us, just go to www.rushcreek.org and go to the Groups page. And there we'll have all of the latest resources and helps there to make your group life even better. Thanks, guys.